Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. I'm not going to make a big deal about the field. We, we like the field. We thought the field was, was perfectly ready to roll. You'll have to ask Green Bay about that. But it didn't impact uh, our play calling or our evaluations. We just uh, adapted, as they did, to the new dimensions of the field. That's John Gruden after a weird game between the Packers and the Raiders. They went up to, Minipe- to Winnipeg, Manitoba. The Raiders won 22-21. They played on an 80-yard field. There are holes in the end zones. Turns well, out that's I, a problem. I personally prefer Winnipeg, Manitoba. Thanks. <laughs> See, I think they should do that. That's the unique characteristic of baseball stadiums, right? I mean, basketball is 45-94, right? Well, in football, it's standard. But baseball, you know, the Green Monster, you know, you got this and that, McCovey Cove. Right. So if they would have football stadiums, like maybe 83, <laughs> 94. And, and they don't have to be 53 yards wide. Someone could be 60 yards wide. Someone could be 40 yards wide. Narrow fields, wide fields. Well, and I'm because the base paths are the same. So I'm just thinking the depth, not the width. And then you could add it, and it could factor into your strategy, too. Absolutely. Fans love strategy. Yeah, but no holes in the end zones. Those no, of course. Players. You don't want anything, well, any players, you don't want to get hurt. So. Come on, Winnipeg. No, it's Winnipeg, Wanitoba. Just don't do that of, uh, you know, a tale of uh, two cities. Then, then, then you got hey oh, then we got the dump button. Yak springs into action, launches himself across the room. Did you hear about that thing in Connecticut, man? The There was a group of people uh, well in their 60s and one was in their 80s that were caught uh, frolicking in like some conservation area. No. Yeah, one included an 85-year-old. There was like six of them. And the police were there and they set up cameras so they can watch them and have the evidence. Mm-hmm. And then they end up uh, a couple of guys. I guess they got uh, arrested for assault with a dead weapon. But a bang! There it is. I knew you were going somewhere. <laughs> Get the dock in here. <laughs> Come on, Yaki. You like that? <laughs> no. That's a true story about the other part, though. I, I believe the other part it was the eighty-five-year-old woman. The punchline, you know. Power you never to, know, PK. Power pa- to the people. Uh, to whatever. <laughs> Cam Newton injured his uh, left foot and or ankle in the Carolina Panthers. 10-3 loss to the Patriots. He's in a walking boot as he leaves the stadium. They're saying it's a sprain. He's got more tests today. Cam Newton's had a few injuries lately, PK. It's a great start. There was a Super Bowl. They lost it. And it seems like since the Super Bowl loss, it's all gone south. Yeah, I would have been. I'd feel a little more at ease if he was in a running boot. According to ESPN reporter Ed Werder, the Cowboys have offered Ezekiel Elliott a contract that would make him the second highest paid running back in the NFL. He'd get more money than Le'Veon Bell, but not as much as Todd Gurley. And Gurley's got four years and $60 million. So if that doesn't end this holdout, then I don't what know will. what will. Exactly. DJ and PK. You call me over the weekend if it ends, okay? 
Hashtag college football. Well, here we are, the first football Friday. It's a minimized football Friday, PK. We have two college football games. The Miami Hurricanes, the Florida Gators, meeting on a neutral field, Orlando's Camping World Stadium. That's Saturday, 5 o'clock on ESPN. Then at 8.30, CBS Sports Network has Hawaii and Arizona from Honolulu. That's all about the U. It's all about the U. Underdogs against 8th-ranked Florida. Arizona, 11-point favorites. Go Cats. What do you think Arizona is, like the ninth or 10th best team in the in the Pac-12? Oh, I'd have to look at it off the top of my head. Hawaii's the, I don't know, 8th or ninth or 10th best team in the Mountain West? Uh, that don't matter. It's about football being returning, not whether they're going to be pushing for anything substantial. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Lined into center field for a base hit. Rounding third. On his way home is Seager. Throw to the plate. The Dodgers win again. Kike Hernandez with the walk-off hit. The Dodgers with three in the bottom of the ninth. Beat the Blue Jays three to two. Kike Hernandez with the walk-off single right there. Three in the ninth. They were getting one hit. And then they put together the ninth one inning. One hitted. One hitted. And they put together three in the ninth, and they beat the Blue Jays 3-2. to Yeah, I just imagine, you know when they go out the left field down the line to stretch before the game? I got three walk-offs. I got two. I got four. (laughs) Start bragging how many walk-offs you have there with this team this year. Dodgers have a dozen. And not that it really matters. They have long since disappeared over the horizon. You said a while ago they're going to win by 20. And they now have a a 20-and-a-half game lead over Arizona. Who remains a perfectly symmetrical 64 wins, 64 losses. San Francisco is 21 and a half back, and then the other Padres and Rockies even further back. So yeah. they got the 20-game lead. Now they just have to hold it. <laughs> I think they will. 25? What do you think? 25 is a lot, man. 20, obviously, is a lot, too. I uh, was uh, had some time yesterday because I was doing the afternoon show, so I was sitting at home. I was watching the baseball network, the Cubs and the Giants, and Giants had no offense. 1-0, literally no offense. Cubs one zip. They get their fifth straight win. They sweep that series with the Giants. They've got a half-game lead over the Cardinals. The Brewers have dropped off the pace. They are now four games back of the Cubs. The Mets keep charging. Went 20 out of 25. They beat Cleveland two zip. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Cleveland, uh, uh-oh, Three and a half back in Minnesota. That was a tight race. Now there's a little bit of a margin opening up there. They're only a half game out of the wild card. Half game out of the wild card. Half game behind Tampa Bay. You're 20 games above 500 in the end of August. You're pretty good. Fact. Oakland's just kicking butt. Swept the Yanks. And they are 21 games over 500 after that. Yeah, and then they got... Yankees go down to Dodger Stadium. Big weekend. That's going to be... Check StubHub to see what tickets are going for. That ought to be uh, that'd be pretty pricey. You know, I'm in TV now. Yes. So my hairstylist, not my barber. Nice. Upgrade. She's going to the games, uh, I think, uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And so she was telling me a while back you know, that they were pretty expensive. And she was, because we were going about where to where to sit and you know, what's the best. Because I've been to Dodger Stadium five trillion times as a fan, as, in, as a sports writer. So she's going to go down there and have a really good time because that's 
That place is going to be packed. It's usually packed anyway, but obviously when the Yankees... The Yankees are like Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame's like the Yankees, whatever you prefer. When they come to your town, it's a big deal. Absolutely. It's cash cow. Yeah, very much so. Filling the place up. Major League Baseball has banned all affiliated players from playing in Venezuela's Winter League this season. Got an embargo. The U.S. has an embargo going against the Venezuelan, against Venezuela right now. You know what embargo spelled backwards is? Oh, grab me. Yes, it is. I learned that from you. I learned that at ASU. Oh, yeah? Sweet. Got all the benefits of ASU without going there. It was uh, some type of, uh, I forget the class, but the teacher, he's a little out there. Because he was convinced that the uh, landing on the moon was filmed somewhere up in northern Arizona. And then he blurted out, you know, one, I don't know if you know, but embargo spelled backwards, so grab me. Is <laughs> the class laughing at this point? Or they just yeah. shaking their head like, you are one, one odd duck, dude. You are a weird, weird professor. Sort of in the middle of those uh, two ranges. I wonder how symbolic this is, because Venezuela is, what's what I'm looking for? Dangerous. That's probably part of it. Fernando? No. He's dangerous? Valenzuela, Venezuela, you know. El Salvador, Honduras, Venezuela, third. What's going on down there? In murders per capita. What are they, Chicago now? No, far more dangerous. Really? Haven't been to any of them with no intentions of going. What's going on? Why is it? Just general lawlessness? Is it the drug cartel? What What is exactly the reason? I think there's probably a lot of reasons. Venezuela's, here's the story. Venezuela's soaring murder rate has plunged the nation into a public health crisis. Okay, but why? I mean, you're already telling me that it is. I need to know why. What's going on? I don't know. What are some Well, of the they reasons? got a controversial president down there. They got anti-government demonstrators. They got forces loyal to the president. So yeah, I would say the rule of law has taken a hit. Any particular reason why they're doing this? Uh, Poverty? Drugs? What? Yeah, social and uh, economic upheavals of the 80s unleashed an unstoppable epidemic of violence, which is spread across the country. In the 80s? Yes. It was gone for 30 years? 53 murders per 100,000 people in 2012, now up to about 80 murders per 100,000 people. What's that relative to? You know? Per 100,000 people. I know, but compared to... that, That's dangerous. So so what is it, uh, any place in the U.S., what would it be? I would have to look that up for you. I don't know that. I don't know what a number would be in a major American city or... Do you guys still send the elders and the sisters there? There are far fewer international missionaries. There's a lot of locals that serve there, though. Oh, well, Colombia, which has a reputation for being dangerous, is at 30 murders per 100,000. Venezuela is over 80. So I just don't know how many agents are sending their baseball players down there. Now it's formal, but realistically, I don't know who's going there anyway. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL hosts the Colorado Rapids Rio Tinto Stadium, the Rocky Mountain Cup. You've commented on the length of a couple of the season a couple times, PK. We're down to eight games now for RSL. So another four months? No. Jeez. No. It's about six weeks. 
There's one game in October. Oh wait, wait, wait. In the wait, regular wait, wait. season, we don't have some some type of. Uh, well, then there's playoffs. But we're going to see. Eight no, there's games. playoffs, but I meant some type of trumped up international competition in September. You know, like the they they, they figured, hey, look at golf's doing with it, and they've been drawing well. Let's come up with something else. Uh, they do, but ourselves not in it anymore. It's the League's Cup, which is where Mike Petke got the red card, yelled at the ref. They got knocked out of it that night. That was the last game he coached. So they're out. 8 o'clock Saturday night, Colorado on the road has been uh, bad. Oh, third, very bad. Third very worst bad. team in Major League Soccer on the road. I mean, since Howard quit, I mean, they just haven't been the same between the pipes. One road win. He's quitting at the end of the year, PK. Right, but... I know that. Oh, since he announced it. No, since it, the end is in sight, so he's as a lame duck, he's basically quit. <laughs> okay. You're saying he done did mill. Yeah, did. I mean, you missed the point there. Well, in that Don't case... Don't try to correct me on my soccer knowledge, that, butthead. In that case, RSL ought to score, you know, seven or eight goals. So Jeez. that'd be great. Yeah, well, he's People. retiring at the end of the year, PK. <laughs> Maybe they should extend the, the... When they play the Little League thing, well, they're going to have to extend the the field. Two things. You didn't know about that, and I, I didn't, didn't come down didn't, on you. You actually... And this you is like the fifth year they've been doing it, and it's a big deal the whole weekend, yeah, and you kids. had no clue about it, and I just let it slide. And here, no. Tim Howard is retiring. It's at the end of the year, PK. You didn't let it slide for the second time. You didn't let it slide that day. You didn't let it slide now. Hypocrite. I let it slide, <laughs> but you <laughs> call me out. There's only six weeks left in the season. You just done told me. Man, the stuff I put up with in the name of soccer. It's okay. I don't think it is. They're just feeling you're stressed. You're stressed. They got a little help last night. From Se- their friends? Second place. Uh, no. No, from their enemies. Remember? We hate them. They hate us. Sporting Kansas City. Oh, I they the big, I beat by Minnesota? Sporting Kansas City. A late goal to beat Minnesota. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? So, with a win... I've uh, seen that ball game on TV. RSL can pass Sporting KC. <laughs> All right, DJ and PK. There you go. No golf, Yock. Golf. Golf. So, when you're uh, killing time waiting to uh, double up as the hardest working man in show business and come back in and do a... I did one show with Gordon this week, but you had to one-up me. You did two. But when you weren't... Uh, when you weren't doing that, were you watching uh, Xander? Six under sixty-four. I watched a little bit of that. I was looking back and forth yesterday between the Golf Channel and MLB, and uh, so the answer to that question would be yes. Xander Shopley, six hundred. Now they got the basically it's like track. They got the staggered start. They got handicaps here based on what you've done earlier. It's a whole thing for the playoffs. So his six under got him to ten under. Justin Thomas started at 10 under, shot an even par 70, so now they're tied. Brooks Kepka, three under, so he's at 10, so there's a three way tie. Kepka, Thomas, Shoffley. I don't really like it, but with Rory McElroy back one shot, you got all the biggest names playing. I know I'm going to end up watching it. <laughs> I don't really like what you've done here, but it seems to be working. I'm watching. I don't really care about the winner in this situation. I'm just watching for great the, shots. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. They said the reason, essentially, why I watch team pro sports. I mean, I rarely care who wins. But you watch because it's the world's best, and yeah. that entertains you. Right, right. And that's I, I know a lot. Of, I'm different than a lot of folk. They've got their teams, and they root for their teams. I just didn't... Yeah, but why do we all watch the playoffs after our teams are out? Because you're right. During the regular yeah. season, we watch our teams, whatever the team, wherever you live, whatever the sport. 
But when it gets to playoffs, more people watch because we all want to watch the best yeah, at the highest some level. Some watch to root against. They do. Yes, but I don't root for or against pretty much. I mean, I don't want to see the Jazz win. Uh, but other than that, that's about it. Uh, so, But I just watch to just see what you're doing. You know, what what are your shots? What are you going to be able to do? Are you in trouble? Can you get out? Can you make a par? Those types of things. Now, when you get to the majors, that's a different story. But in this particular thing that they've set up here, it doesn't really matter to me. You know, the winner is going to get $15 million, And as Rory said years ago, it's not going to change his life because they're already making billions of dollars and Yep. When you get to that level. So I'm just watching for the competition of it rather than, you know, who's winning. And I recognize that it's winning and losing, so that adds to it. It's not a, it's not an exhibition, so you need to have a winner and loser. But uh, I also took, uh, you know, I did do the afternoon show with Gordon, and then we went out to River Oaks afterward. And You've played a lot of golf this week. I, w- I just played two nines. Oh, okay. After both of... Uh, After you play nine, do you have a hard time focusing for 18? Just no. kind of take the edge off? If you play 18 enough, you're kind of used to that. No, because I, actually when I play nine, I usually rock because there's no pressure to set any records. Hmm. But And so our wives went... Just set records, like a personal best on that course or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, well, not going to set a course record. I'm not that good. Well, I didn't know what you meant when you said that. When you set Step records, aside, right? Tony Finau. <laughs> I'm glad you shot a 61 here, but I'm going low. Mike, we're move aside. Yeah. No. They're all PRs, dog. Okay. <laughs> so I told my wife, I said, yeah, I don't know that it's a good idea to go to River Oaks with Gordon. That's sort of tight but we were doing the thing at homey so it's about a mile south really convenient yes and and now it's getting darker late earlier and uh yeah he was pithed about going there about about the uh by the time we got to about the uh, seventh hole you spray it that's not the place to go <laughs> plus he was irritated i, I was hot Oh, really? I could. You're rolling in putts? Oh, my gosh. How are those hands around the green? Just feeling it? I don't know what was going on, but I freaking shot a one under, and I I had all these putts. I had like four. And and for people who don't know, Gordon's not the Gordon's not wired, at least with you. Maybe it would be with somebody else, but at least with you, he's not wired to go out and go, hey, nice putt. You're playing really well, PK. Earlier this year, he gave you, by the end of the summer, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Yeah, so I dropped in two long ones, and then on the third long one, I said to him, so which side should I put it in? <laughs> so you, realizing okay, he's melting MJ. down, you just look over, there must be a tree that dropped a branch. Oh, look, a big stick. Let's poke Gordon. Bam, 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 bam. So he says. Yeah, can you totally see this knowing both guys? That's a total MJ move. You wish that you and I were in a cart just riding to yeah. watch this? Just rolling along. So yeah. he said, I'm we're not going, gonna we're going that. next time. I'm not going to answer that question. So my wife says, just put it in the middle. And I did. <laughs> oh, man. Jar it. I don't know now, what was going on. You were with Gordon. Were you with his wife, too? Did she? That's a four she came to play at. So how was she handling all of this? Or she just, like, she's oh, so used she, to Gordon, she's shaking she's her head going, just, here he goes again. She's just, we're having fun, Gordon. We're having fun, dear. <laughs> Come on, hon. We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know her well enough. I can see that, too. Man. Yeah, Q and I really should have been in a car. We need this to be the been, analyst just rolling along That's behind right. it. 
And now on the third green, and, and he and wanted now, an apology from my my wife. Yeah. PK's lining up a twenty foot putt, but first he's got a few words for yeah. Gordon. That was just one of those times, <laughs> and there was no pressure because I wasn't playing eighteen, and it wasn't men's league. I'm in that men's league there. Yeah, I've never come close to shooting that because it's pressure. There was no pressure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just hitting the ball, having fun. So you know your best eighteen on every course you go play. Do you know your best nine on every course? Because you could wreck that and put yourself under pressure. Uh, yeah, I you don't, just don't care. that, no. You just don't care. Nines don't really count. Yep. All right, Tour Championship continues. Second round today, Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, all 10 under, one shot in front of Rory McIlroy. Tony Finau up the track a little bit. He shot an even, even par 70. He's 3 under and 7 back. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Jake Murphy, former Utah tight end. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker. Red and blue on Fridays. It's that time, PK. We're kicking it off. Friday after Friday after Friday. Jake's going to join us at 830 today. Brian's going to join us at 9 o'clock. Now, you... You have been working on this. How Did it just come to you out of the middle of nowhere? Or is it something you had to work on, you had to work on, it, and finally you had exactly what you were looking for? Well, I was thinking about it, and something came to me. And I'm usually in these types of things. Either it comes to me or it doesn't. If I don't have it within 10 minutes, I'm not getting it. Coming up next, PK's been working on a nickname. Mike Conley's in town. There's a veteran bench to support the starters. Bogdanovich is here to join Joe Ingles, shooting it from the corners. You need some nicknames, PK. Well, it was specifically it was asked about Mitchell and Conley. We got a suggestion, and we will get to that next. There's a suggestion, and then PK has added his two cents, and we'll do that next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Baltimore Ravens beat the Philadelphia Eagles 26-15 in a lightning-shortened game, which ran the Ravens' preseason win streak to 16 in a row, the longest such streak in the NFL in at least 25 years, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. New York Giants beat the Cincinnati Bengals 25-23. Giants rookie quarterback Daniel Jones was 9-11 of for 141 yards. Cam Newton injured his left foot and ankle in the Carolina Panthers' 10-3 loss to the Patriots. He left the stadium in a walking boot. They're saying it's a sprain, but it'll undergo more tests today. Baseball, the Salt Lake Bees beat the Reno Aces 5-3 in the series opener. Game 2 is tonight, 8 o'clock. You can listen to it on the Zone Sports Network. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. That's Diamond Airport Parking. This is, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. My biggest concern is Kalani knows how important this game is to not only him, but to a staff that has lost this game a few years running and a university that has lost this game nine years running in yeah. eight games. My worry is if the outcome is poor. Yeah, what it means for the rest of the season. What it means for the rest yeah. of the season. And I could see BYU going 0-4 in that four-game stretch if they lose to Utah and if they lose badly to Utah. I agree. If they 
beat Utah, I think they're going 2-2. Two and two. I think they'll pick up another win against USC or Tennessee. This game is so big for BYU. Utah can deal with this. Either way, Utah can deal with this. So a loss impacts BYU far more than it does Utah. Far more than it does Utah. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Master Electrical Services. Master Electrical will light up your day. Give us a call at 801-543-2222 and we'll be right on our way. That's 801-543-2222. Do you remember the first nickname you bestowed upon someone? This is a show with nicknames, initials, Yeah, you, DJ I remember and one time you were talking about how you liked nicknames uh, that were with food, anything related. You know, John Hotplate Williams, Refrigerator Perry. You liked nicknames that were related to food. And at that point, way back when, I started calling you Pizza Face. That was good. Thanks for that. So... I think that was my first one. No, I don't think it was. <laughs> J-Slow is probably your most famous one. And now you're working on another jazz nickname. Is well, it going to catch on? Is it going to take off the way J-Slow did? Because that is the highest bar, I do believe. Somebody asked about a nickname for the combination yep. of Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Because the great thing about this is this is undisputed. And Mitchell's barely getting started, so it's not that big of a surprise. But for Conley, he's been in the league for 10 years now. Neither has played with a backcourt mate as good as the other. And I think that these two together automatically belong in the conversation of Portland. You know, I'm not going to go Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. I'm not going to do that yet. <laughs> that they're, they're on another tier, and we know that Clay's going to be out for several months, and we'll see what... To me, I'm going to judge the Warriors based on what they are in uh, April 1st, you know, because then you get an opportunity to see where Klay Thompson's at health-wise. And if he's back healthy, you know, they're going to be a formidable team, certainly, in the postseason. But that's the best backcourt we have in the league, and one of the all-time best, I believe, for sure. But other than that, you know, obviously you're going to go Harden and Westbrook, but you got to see how that plays out. Because you got two guys in their primes who are used to having the ball. And certainly Conley is used to having the ball. But I think that because he hasn't played with anybody the caliber of Mitchell, he's going to be more than willing to do whatever it takes to help the other guy flourish. And Mitchell's just breathing a sigh of relief. I don't think he can come out and say it publicly. But it's, he's thinking, he's not thinking finally because it's only his third year. He's thinking, hallelujah, <laughs> I got some help. I mean, you can't say finally when it's only your third year and you're, you don't even turn 23 for a couple more weeks. Uh, but I do think he's thinking, hallelujah, man. Absolutely. I, I got, I got, some, I got <clears throat> some talent here that is a lot better. No knock against the dudes that I had before. But the fact is, Conley's just substantially better. I mean, that's a black and white issue. We know that. That's a fact. So we had the caller, was it last week, or I think it was earlier this week, who wanted some form of a nickname for, you know, the Splash Brothers. Because they're going to be joined at the hip, metaphorically speaking, basically, because they really have an opportunity to elevate each other's game and then obviously, in turn, elevate the team. To what heights, to what levels remains to be seen, but it could be pretty darn high. So you need a cool nickname for them together. So we got a suggestion 
uh, the day we got the request, a guy said, Don Con or Condon? Of Donovan and Conley, the rhyming of the syllables. Yeah, I think it has. You to want to upgrade that? It has to do with the Comic Con. I, I think yeah, it is, does. Is the uh, where they're getting that? I would assume. I would assume too, but they didn't yeah. notify us. But yes. Yeah, and that's okay. But I think we can do better, folks. Oh, great. I mean, and if we just brainstorm all of us, and we probably at any given time have you know one hundred seventy-five thousand listeners, so. If we all just put our noggins together, man, woman, child, I don't think I'm leaving out anybody, am I? Got it pretty much covered. Well, you never know in today's world, and I want to be all-inclusive at all you times. Got, you got that 85-year-old in the forest you were just telling us about. Yeah, she saw the trees. There it is. <laughs> Yak is my Blake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't see Yach, though. The sun has now changed the angle. I could see him in the first segment. Now I can't. Oh, he's shaking his head. But did you laugh first? Because when you, if you laugh first and then you try to discipline the joke teller, that's a no-go. I didn't really The initial reaction, the laugh. More of a that's shake of the head and a smirk. I just gave him okay. a look. Nope. Yeah, it was definitely the look. I saw the, the right eye. From arch the eyebrow? Uh, well, he was a little bit behind the computer, so I couldn't see the left oh. side of his face. I could just see the right side of his face because he was looking at the computer doing something, and the angle I couldn't see. Now I can see his entire face in all of his glory. Hi, yeah. how are you? <laughs> but before, when he was over to his left, I, with the angle, I can only see, like right now, I can only see the edge of his right eye and the edge of his right side of his mouth. So it depends on where he is. So... Blake being the floor director of Channel 2, where he gives me instant gratification. Absolutely. Blake is a major fan. <laughs> he is a huge fan. <laughs> so, all of us, let's all come up with one. We just ask one. It's like that Wikipedia. If you just donate a dollar when you go on Wikipedia. We could pay for it for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if we just have one entry from all of us, we can come up with something. So, you go first. Nope, I got nothing for you. Oh, come on. Just come up with something. So, you can make fun of it forever? No, no, no we're all in this together. We are not. We're brothers it's and it. sisters. We are not. Yes, Everybody we are. is in their own kayak, and you're up for tipping no, it over. Not, the, not when I come clean. Not when I say I'm willing to accept even stupid Yuck. nominations. Yuck, do you feel like it's the football the is about to get pulled away? Well, he can hang up on whoever it is. <laughs> hang up on them, Yuck. <laughs> No. Yes, no. Lucy, Charlie Brown, Peanuts, this is an ancient. You're I good, see. Chuck. I got nope. your back <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm bald and I'm wearing a boring shirt. <laughs> no, you're good. You are good to go. Nominations. The nominations are. Bumbershoot, at Bumbershoot19, just volunteered. The nickname for Mike Conley needs to be the Con Man. It's got to be combined like the Splash Brothers. We're looking for unification to pump these two up. Put them on the no another level because their games are going to dictate potentially, especially with Clay Thompson out, that they literally could be the best guard combination in this league. 855-340-ZONE. You can call right now. You can pick up your phone. You can use our app. You can send us the audio. Use the open mic feature. And Yaka will play it. You can tweet at us, David DJ James. Jared has a suggestion right now, Jared. Hey guys, how's it going? This Good, morning? Jared. Couldn't be better. So, so this is this is what I think, and this is 
really good. I want to see what you guys think. <laughs> okay. Since since Donovan's already riding out the spider with Adidas, right? Uh-huh. Well, Spider-Man, you know, best man in the movies is Goblin, right? So why don't we make it Spider and Goblin and get um, Mike Conley a deal with Adidas doing some Goblin shoes or some sort. Okay, uh, that's not bad, Jared. The thing about it is I don't know what form of connection that uh, Conley has. He's probably already got a shoe deal. Right. He's too high-profile a player not to. Right. I mean, basically every player has one. So, yeah. so what is his connection there? Right. He might not. It might not work there. I'm sure right now someone who follows all of this already knows if he's a know. Nike guy or if he's an Adidas guy. I don't know. I don't keep track of that. But I'm sure some of our listeners do, and they can notify us immediately. Uh, we got another guy here, uh, Danafan Mitchell, says... Thanks, Jared. Thanks yeah, thank for the call. Thank you, Jared. Danafan just says, the Wasatch Wonders. Tying into the mountains? I, I like it local, but we're looking national. Yeah, pass. Because we're trying to elevate this franchise and get it some positive pub to where it gets to the point. And it'll never be the point of the Lakers. I understand that. But you're trying to get it to the point where nobody bats an eyelash when a player gets traded here and says, yeah, I like it and I want to resign, or a free agent signs, yeah, I want to be here. You know, we've, we've already accomplished that with the, the role player type. The role player type, whether he be a high-end role player in Matt Harpering or, you know, we'll see what Jeff Green can bring, a lower-end role player. That we've already seen many of those guys Trevor Booker, those types, they've got no problem here. Well, we want to elevate it more to the guy who has more options to where it's no longer a news story. It's not any big deal. Uh, and, and so, of course, he would sign there. Why wouldn't he? They're going to pay him money. He's going to get playing time. He's going to be on a good team. He's going to be in a good organization, all that type of stuff. So, I mean, the Splash Brothers, that, that, when you say the Splash Brothers, you know exactly who you're talking about. So around the country, and even in the world, really, Wasatch rings to a lot of people. But I, I think that around the world, I mean, Zion actually rings more than Wasatch. The number of international people who go down to Zion Park, I mean, it's just, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I know. It's got to be a huge number. Yeah. If you've ever been down there when the tour bus and it's all quiet and the tour bus pulls up alongside you and out, out come 60 or 70 people speaking French, Italian, on Spanish, on. German, whatever, right. Which my father-in-law spoke all of those. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's literally, I, I just can't believe there is not a continent that people don't come from on a pretty regular basis. Right. So Wasatch doesn't get much run nationally. We need something national, something that's going to just... Although, you, you told me that, I don't know if it was on the air or off the air, you told me that story, there was a guy you used to work with, and how did he start every USC football story? USC Trojans. <laughs> the USC Trojans. But that was always the first three words. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. So I didn't know what, to your point, that you don't really know about the Wasatch growing up in San Diego. All I knew was that every time San Diego State played at BYU, the lead was about the Wasatch Mountains. Well, that was spectacular. At the foot of the Wasatch Mountains, in the yeah. shadow of the Wasatch I mean, it's Mountains. poetic. It was constantly referenced in every San Diego State BYU story. Oh, I would have had no idea until I moved here. The Wasatch. Never heard of it. That was the only thing I knew. It's like, well, there must be some awesome mountains there because these guys write about it. I mean, once a year in basketball, and then twice a year if it was basketball and football. It was nonstop. Well, I certainly knew the Rocky Mountains are spectacular. Right. Although I didn't know to the level of beauty that this area had until I came here and lived here every day. And it really is spectacular. 
DJ and PK to the phones. Alan, Alan, we're looking for nicknames for the Jazz, especially now that uh, Mike Conley is here to partner with Donovan Mitchell. What do you have? Well, the hits will keep on coming with the Jazz CDs. The hits will keep on coming with the Jazz CDs. You better download it right now. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Kind of a low bar for us there, Jared. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> no, I'm saying that we didn't pick up on the CDs I with Conley and Donovan. I, I know, I know. Oh, oh I, I thought you. it was I kind of obvious. I said, I said, I said, my okay. bad, my bad, I got you. All right. When do I give mine? Uh, right at the end of the segment. we got two more minutes here. Okay. And people, Carl's on the phone. Carl, what do you have? All right, PK, this is working on your music, love. How okay. about Run DMC? Donovan Mitchell Conley. <laughs> well, since we're not picking up on this no, stuff now, Donovan Mike Conley. <laughs> oh, okay, you're right. I, Either that or. makes it better. That makes yeah, it but, better. I mean, didn't yeah. the Warriors have that? They had run T. They had run TMC. Okay, all right. They didn't have exactly, but a remix. I, I can go with that a little bit, yeah. I, I I spy at Utah Observation says Quinn's Twins. Jake says, how about simply the elders? They can wear name tags and black suits. Everyone knows who the Mormon missionaries are. Ha, 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 ha. He's three years old. Yeah. You can't, you can't be an elder in your third year in the league. Lyle, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Lyle. Can I pull two more jazz men with him? Depends. Can I do Donovan Mitchell, Mike Connolly, Gobert, and Angles, and call them the Jazz Quartet? The Jazz Quartet. I think they did something. We have Thurl on next time. There's some publicity photo from the 80s I've seen where they did something like that with that original group of guys who got them into the playoffs. Was it a quintet? I can't remember. I don't remember the details. I don't remember who all the players are. I just remember that I remember seeing them dressed up. They're just dressed like musicians. And I can't remember if it was, I don't, it might have been a trio. I don't know if it's three, four, or five guys. Well, Bogdanovich sure. is just saying, what about me? It might have even been pre Stockton and Malone. I can't remember if they were in it or not. They played hoop before those guys? What? <laughs> Hard to believe, right? Uh, inked, uh, inked Cougar, Conley oh, left Adidas in 2016 for Nike and Jordan. So there you go. I knew one of our listeners would know that kind of stuff. So there Inked it is. knows his stuff. Yeah. Kirk, good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, think back to the Jimmy Walker days and the Dino Mike <laughs> and make it uh, Don O'Mike. <laughs> I see where you're going there? It just feels a little bit square peg, round hole kind of thing. Now, we had J.J., thanks for the call, we had J.J. in studio We with. did, and that was something. <laughs> I think he was mad at me. Uh, not originally, but eventually, yeah. Why did he get mad at me? Uh, I don't remember exactly. You tried to one-up him, maybe? I think we were matching, and he didn't yeah, like it. You know, like, <laughs> I'm the star here. Back off. Go it's get my own, show. Go get your own TV show. <laughs> Scott, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Scott. So, you got the, the hottest things in the universe right now, the Marvel Universe. you got the Marvel Men. The Marvel Men. <laughs> yeah, because Iron Mike, to borrow from boxing, 
Iron Mike or Iron Man Mike, the spider. He passes the glasses up there and in. Actually, I could see that. I could see a network doing some kind of little open montage, cutting back and forth between the hoops and running with that. You, you're on to something there. Send that to uh, Marble Man. Send that to TNT and ESPN. You could sit back and watch the open of a playoff broadcast. Well, and TNT, that's your dynamite. There it is. See, it all comes together, doesn't it? That's awesome. Uh, Eric says, I got it, I got it, I got it. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a phrase rather than a nickname. Brian says, the mountain men. You know what I'm going with? What have you got? I'm going with, and picture them in, in a poster in the getup. It'll work perfectly. They keep us safe. They keep us sound. They keep us warm. They are simply known as the security guards. All right, we'll see if that sticks. The, the security, security guards. guards. And you can see the posters. They got the hats. They got the nightstick. They got the flashlight. Exactly. They're coming around the corner of the arena. They keep us safe. <laughs> when Mitchell and Conley are out on the floor, we feel safe and sound. They will get us home every time as they go 41-0. and zero. This year, their home record. Maybe a <laughs> Four, loss or two, because okay. once you get to April, they I don't clinched. think anyone's ever gone 41-0. and 0. I think Larry Bird's Celtics had a one or two loss season at home. Okay, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll throw in a couple, because you got the best record clinched by the time you get to April. Sure, right, and your resting guy's getting ready for the playoffs. Right. You're, you're, that, you're essentially where, the Dodgers, right? Well, you got the 20 Grayson game Allen lead. scored 40. Yeah. <laughs> Grayson Allen. You know what I mean? I do. So, I can still hear the game. I'm like 75 Everyone's shots. standing around Grayson <laughs> waiting to talk, and Joe Ingles comes out, and he yells as loud as he can, like, 30 shots! 30! I've never taken 30 shots in a game! And he starts yelling at other players, hey guys, did you see this? 30 shots! It's very funny. Yeah, I remember it. Donovan remember was well. blushing. It was very, very entertaining. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we got uh, Utes and Cougars. Jake Murphy, Brian Keel, Jake at 8.30, Brian at 9 o'clock. The Red and the Blue, they're going to be with us every Friday during the football season talking about the Utes and Cougars. We will have them later in the show. But next, the rivalry countdown. Ah, oh, the number's getting very small. The game's getting very close. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Less than a week, PK. 100 days in the countdown has dwindled. It's dwindled down to six. Six days out 
Yuck. The number six. I'm thinking a few quarterbacks have worn the number six. We're actually not where you're going? quarterback today. Where are you going? I want the running back. Oh, who scored two late touchdowns? Shh, you're uh, ruining the surprise. My bad. No, we're going to go with Luke Staley. I think most people can think of his iconic number six number. Well, in the 2001 game, BYU, of course, having that season, they were rolling, but Utah had taken that lead late, and then Luke Staley decided to go out and do this. Three to go and from the 30 on the keeper option look. Does toss to Luke. Luke on the sideline to the 20. course he scores that late touchdown Gennaro Guilford comes up with a late interception and BYU escapes with a victory and we talked about yesterday how these games have been close that was yet another thriller in this long running series thriller, thriller. thank you <laughs> it's not the word I was thinking of and those two will work Luke Staley the best running back this state has ever seen I would agree with that. In that game, seven- who would be who would be second? I mean, there've been NFL running backs here, but they weren't that great. I mean, Jamal, they for whatever reason, the U coaches struggled to play Jamal when they finally did. He ran Correct. Jamal Anderson ran really well, but he mm-hmm. he was a JC guy in the first place, and the second place they kept him on the bench too long. Uh, I put Turbin in there. Turbin's on that yeah, list. You're right. He was good. Uh, I'd put Booker on that list. Who was that guy I'd who led that? Put. Uh, who led the Zach country in Moss. rushing? Pete Van Valkenburg yes, or yes. something. Yeah. He's got Jeff Blanc way back in the day for Jeff BYU Blanc. Too. Never ever heard that name. I don't know. Yeah, what. his brother was on Friends. Yeah, there you go, Matt. Yeah, I'm familiar with Matt. I don't know anything about. <laughs> I don't know anything about Jeff. His older brother. Well, in that 2001 game, Luke Staley, 17 carries, 169 yards, an average of 9.9 yards per carry in that game alone. A complete and total beast. He had it all. He had size, he had strength, he had speed. I remember that year. possibly want. Croton would just go for it nonstop that year. It'd be like fourth and four, and he'd just run an option and pick it up. <laughs> it was like you just couldn't get him off the field. Well, you had the best option quarterback right. this state has ever seen, Correct. Brandon. And then you had a, a running back who was a perfect combo. Right? And, yeah, yeah, which is why they literally went undefeated when they started. Again, they were 14-0 right. and zero when they started together because they were as potent a combination as you're going to find. I mean, I I think you could put those two in that option thing back when the option was in its heyday and the Oklahomas of the world were running that stuff and Nebraska's. In the wishbone. And, yeah, and all that stuff that they had going on. You don't see it as much anymore, obviously. But those two were just absolutely sensational. And Staley... He goes down, in my mind, as the greatest of them all. Had every skill that you could possibly want. Humble and then he broke dude. his leg at Mississippi State, and the dream died there. Yeah. And he went to Hawaii. Well, he obviously he had a bunch of injury issues yeah. uh, throughout his But that's where that 14-0 came to a crashing halt. Yeah, the two before, and then the 12, the The two the at the end of year. Lavelle's last year, right. I don't remember who it was in Utah. New Mexico, maybe? Somebody in Utah. It was New Mexico. Yeah, uh, he started his first game, Brandon did, at New Mexico. Then they came up here Thanksgiving Day. Uh, was that what it was? Yep. Won that game. Yeah, I was sitting in a hotel room in Puerto Rico. I was covering the Cougars that year football, but I had to go to Puerto Rico to cover basketball uh, for the Utes, I think it was. So I was sitting on my... On my uh, bedside in Puerto Rico 
thinking, man, I wish I was there because that kid, he was some. I was there on the sideline on that pitch that they just uh, broadcast. He was so awesome. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. All right, more of the Utes and Cougars coming up. Stay with us. The rivalry game getting very close. The question's up on our Facebook page. Give me some reasons why BYU will end the losing streak versus Utah. And you have been listing reasons. DJ and PK on our Facebook page. Because I sent you this thing that BYU sent out, this BYU Today. I got it in an email. Ten reasons BYU will win. All right, we will get to that coming up. You're on a Facebook page. You can use the uh, use your phone, use the open mic, send us the audio. You can call us. Tweet at us, David DJ James. We'll get to all that next. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.